Hello, this is Roger Schaus, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our Heaven Bound podcast family. Jumpstart number 1845, first written May 18th, 2017. Proverbs 18, verse 14. The spirit of a man can endure his sickness, but as for a broken spirit, who can bear it? Our passage today tells us what we all know too well. Sickness of the body and sickness of the heart or the mind are two very different things. We hate getting the flu. It sidelines us for several days. Everything comes to a screeching halt when we are sick. But when we are sick in heart, discouraged, down, depressed, hurt, bothered, we can still walk through the day, go to work, function, but it's very hard. The broken spirit takes a lot longer to heal than physical sickness. A few days in bed, some good chicken soup, and we can snap right back from being sick physically. But the broken spirit can drag on for weeks, even months. The broken spirit is like living under a giant blanket. Everything seems darker and gloomer when we are that way. There are many reasons why a spirit can be broken. Shame and guilt from sin can do that. It can happen when people have let us down. It can happen when others are not doing what they ought to be doing. Parents can have broken spirits when a child is living as a prodigal in a far country. When a marriage starts coming apart at the seams, a broken spirit will follow. When someone realizes things are not going to get any better, it can cause a broken spirit. This is true when one watches a loved one nearing death. This can happen when one realizes the congregation is troubled and dead and no one really cares. Their broken spirit seems to drain life out of a person. You can tell by looking in their eyes. You can tell by the way that they walk. They seem to move a bit slower when the spirit is broken. You can tell by the expression of their faces. Joy and peace have been replaced with sorrow, tears, and worry. It's hard seeing this in others. I've sat with many people with a broken spirit. Most times they're looking for a quick, painless, and easy solution, and those just cannot be found. They want prayers. They want someone else to carry this burden. They are tired, weary, and often out of ideas. Many times, by the time others find out, they've been broken for a long, long time. They hid it from others. They carried it themselves, ashamed to tell others. They hoped that things would get better, but they haven't. It's gotten worse. And now they carry that brokenness in their body. What is interesting about the contrast this proverb brings is sickness in the body and sickness in the heart is that the broken spirit many times leads to sickness in the body. When we do not feel well in spirit, we easily start feeling bad in the body. Sometimes that happens because we do not take care of ourselves when we have a broken spirit. We don't sleep well. We don't eat well. That combination leads to feeling bad on the inside and the outside. That only complicates things, but allows a person to have an easy answer when people ask how things are going. Now all a person has to say is, I haven't been feeling well. This is true, but the real truth be known, it's because of a broken spirit that you have not been feeling well physically. Our passage is depressing. It can give one a broken spirit. The way it reads, it sounds like there is help for sickness in a body. Just hang in there. This too shall pass is generally true with most sicknesses. A man can endure it. It's what our verse says. But when it comes to the broken spirit, who can bear it is how this verse ends. That doesn't offer much hope nor help. It sounds like the broken spirit is a death sentence. It sounds like there's no getting over it. But this verse doesn't stand alone. We cannot forget what the Lord said throughout his word. On your own, you probably can't do much with this broken spirit. But we're not on our own. What helps with a broken spirit? What heals it? First of all, knowing the Lord is there helps. 
David said, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise in Psalms 51. Peter said, casting all your anxiety upon him because he cares for you in 1 Peter 5. A major factor in creating a broken spirit is the feeling that we are alone and no one else understands or no one else cares. God does. Not only does God care, he knows the story. He knows the history. He knows what led up to our broken spirit. We don't have to convince God, explain to God, or get him to understand. He already knows. Not only does the Lord know, but the Lord is in the position more than anyone else to actually do something. God can help. This is why Jesus said, do not be anxious. This is why Peter said, cast all your anxiety upon him. God can move things, open things, and do things that are beyond our sight and our understanding. The more we shut God out of our lives and out of our problems, the deeper we fall into a broken spirit. Secondly, being around quality people and taking care of ourselves is essential. When Elijah was hiding in the cave from Jezebel and her death threats, we all have our own caves, dark, lonely, and all we think about is how bad things are for us. God told Elijah to get out of the cave, to go eat, and to go appoint someone as a king. Get out of that darkness. Open the blinds. Let the sun shine in. Take care of yourself. Eat. Then go do something for someone else. Get around others. When Paul was depressed, God sent Titus to him. Titus refreshed his spirit. Get back to work. Spend an afternoon with the grandkids. Get to the church services. Plug back into life. This helps us get our minds off ourselves, and it helps us to count our blessings. Sometimes around others, we will pick up great ideas that we haven't thought of. We'll face our troubles with new energy and with new hope. The problem with doing these things is that the broken spirit hides behind the excuse, I don't feel like it. No, you don't feel like it, but you have to do some things that you just don't feel like it. You don't feel like going to worship, but you will, and you have to. You do not feel like shaving, showering, eating, getting out of the house, but you will, and you have to. You don't feel like being around others, but you will, and you have to. I don't feel like it only keeps us in our cave longer and longer than we should be. Thirdly, trust God. In his time, he will do things. God told Elijah to get out of the cave, eat, and do something. Jezebel was still around. His problems weren't gone. Yet another chapter or two later, Jezebel gets it. Not but not when God first tells Elijah to move out of the darkness, but later on. Your problems will probably still be there, but we can't let our problems, especially other people, dent our faith and ruin us with the Lord. Our problems will stay there, but they do not have to go with us to heaven. God's timetable is not our timetable. Number four, prayer is powerful. Cast those troubles and those worries to the Lord. Let God have them. Don't shut God out of your life. Pray every day. Pray often. I'm so impressed with the bent-over woman who Jesus healed. There are two remarkable things about her story. First, she didn't throw her back out just over the weekend. She was that way for 18 years. That's a long, long time. Secondly, Jesus saw her in the synagogue. She hadn't given up on the Lord. Being there implies that she was Jewish. One can only wonder how many prayers she said in those 18 years about her back. For 18 years, it seemed like her prayers were ignored. She had gotten no better. Then one day, Jesus saw her and healed her. It's hard imagining the patience that this woman had. It's hard to think that she would have gone to the synagogue and worship when it seemed like God was not answering her prayers. Patience, faith, and hope, those were the key. We will not have a miracle like she did, but we will have the same patience and faith and hope. God can do things 
without miracles these days. God can heal a broken spirit. And finally, listen to those who've been healed of a broken spirit. Listen to what believers have to say. Don't rely on pills to get you through those dark days. Don't sleep yourself through those long periods in loneliness. Listen to what works and what doesn't work. Be strong. Feed your soul. Connect with others. Someday you'll be able to help others. Someday you'll be on the other side and these problems will no longer be a part of you. Reach out and be a Titus to someone else. Help someone like Paul when he was depressed. Someday God will use you to share, to teach, and remind others of his goodness. Who can bear a broken spirit? Well, the child of God can. He can because he has Jesus. He can because Jesus will see him through that. We hope these thoughts were helpful for you, and we hope that these thoughts will remind us that we need to walk very closely with God. Thank you so much.